So Farzana, let's understand what are the kind of books that inspire you. I was a big fan. I am still a big fan of Stephen King. Dara oil to what's going on? What was next in your acting career? As a child, what learning? I was just having a really, really good time. To be very honest. How important is your team and your people around you? How do you choose them? I can't function without my team. I only had the kida of working as an assistant director and learning the craft. Which was your favorite moment? When Rekha ji says it like that, you're just like, "Ab mai ladke ho." There were so many such incidents. Actually, I am smiling right now, but I was not smiling on that day. That's for sure. Hello everybody my dear friends if it's morning or it's evening i hope you're having a great day so yes welcome to level up with love this is your host lavi israni welcoming you today to another episode aaj ke podcast ka jo title hai tusi ja rahe ho tusi na jao ye phrase unki kya yaad aata hai aapko i yet remember that movie that young boy as a sardar ji the cutest boy ever and i think everybody picked up that line It's been decades that movie came. He is not only a actor but a writer and a director. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, let's meet Farzan Dastoor who's going to blow you apart with his incredible journey from the little boy to how he owns the camera, how he's making some amazing content today for all of you people. So are we ready to meet him? Let's get started. Abhi what gets you to wake up every day from your bed? My joint pain. <laughs> he's really gone through such hassles every day. Oh my god I had tears in my eyes First paycheck I got was 40000 at the age of 14 and a half Sala shaadi wala photographer lag raha hu main tumhe I said yaar I want to become a director Sala mera koi paisa to nahi kaatega <laughs> How does one become a photographer if he is using compositing How many times did love come in it Oh love is the way of our life man <laughs> So when did you pick up your camera for the first time? At the age of eleven. An accident. Can you imagine uh, shooting Amitabh Bachchan for the first time and you get uh, fired by him? Oh my God! I think <laughs> just make this content viral. Ah, uh, it's a very tricky situation. That journey began, I would say, magically. So I think let's dive into our conversation, and yes. all our viewers are very intrigued and interested to know that you are a man who's wearing so many hats. <laughs> But let's start with uh, what everybody knows you for as a child artist. How did the journey begin? Uh, that journey began, I would say, magically. There was some divine intervention that helped me for sure, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, I was just uh, part of my aunt's uh, speech and drama classes, and probably she got a call saying that we want kids who can speak well. 
it was for a dubbing assignment it was an ad where there were old people but they had to talk like children so uh, she sent my name she sent a few other kids as well in the production house that time white light productions very big production house in the advertising world uh, they noticed me and said ke if, uh, if we have any work for him we'll call him kind of a thing and uh, a few months or i think a year or so later they called me for the dhara ad which was completely luck by chance if you know the concept of the ad actually a slightly older child would have made more sense because a 4 5 year old ghar chhodke jana is too young for that actually to be very honest no no definitely i think even as a concept even when we saw it on tv i think a 12 13 year old was more what they had in mind but uh, they just called me on set because uh, they were not happy with the way the performance was going and uh, they just called me saying let's try him out karke and i was really hungry and they put a plate of jalebis in front of me so i just went mad and i started having it and all those expressions that they got were completely natural and they were delighted by it from what i heard much later when when we celebrated 20 years of the ad they went back to the agency discuss ke will this work will this not work and then they you know used their conviction to just go ahead and that's how my entire career started with the dhara jalebi ad it blew up in a way that nobody i think really expected it ran for so many years on television i think that's why it's so memorable uh, among so many other ads which are also memorable from the 90s and then because of that popularity i also got a chance to work in kuch kuch hota hai which just blew up even more you know as a performance because so people still come to me and say definitely that's one of the first thing they say they don't know what to say because i didn't have a name in the in the film so they just come and they just start doing this so it's just so it's just so funny to to see it but i really feel the love yeah yeah definitely it happens to everyone and they just so uh, people still tell me the role is so memorable the line is so memorable and they still use it on their friends and relatives and also it's really fun to hear that so uh, i just want to sound a cliche if i say that we can you do that like <laughs> no definitely you are you are practicing now definitely i have practiced for years and it still doesn't sound as cute as when i said it back then but si ja re tu si na jao okay no idea what is it it makes sense with the it definitely definitely makes sense that clearly karansa knew what he was uh, doing over there you know sometimes the the writer and the producer in me now thinks that if i wrote this film would i write this character so there's some genius in him that he that he knew that he needed this character to to help sana and her endeavors and and just have a little probably some yeah, comedy yeah. some humor and some heart into the whole sequence so i i absolutely love karan now even after watching uh, rocky nani definitely i really like enjoy what he does nobody can touch his definitely talk. definitely he's really really up the game with rocky and nani it's such a beautiful film after the years uh, you feel that there's a nice full entertainment thing that's come out yeah probably definitely it's been it's been and i think there's entertainment yes there are great films but then a good karan johar film has come out after so many years so that's really so from dhara oil to uh, kuch kuch hota hai what was next in your acting career and so the trajectory after that was uh, lovely i got a chance to work with some amazing amazing filmmakers of course i worked with dharma productions again karan sir called me back for k3g but apart from that i had a very nice small role in uh, the film zubeda directed by the legendary sham benegal um i also did um, a movie called parzenia directed by rahul dholakia which was about a very very touching story about a boy who uh, got lost in the godra riots uh, it was a parsi family story 
um i also got the chance to work uh, with sudhir mishra who was the first time producer on sikandar where i played sikandar so that was a very enriching experience cuz i got to go to kashmir i played a very different character from myself so uh when it comes to learnings as an actor that was a movie where i really had to learn how to be a, a an actor and not a model in an ad or you know you know just uh, being a child on set so really had to get into the groove of the character that was the first time i did that so the acting trajectory work like that i did a lot of work behind the mic actually okay. uh, i sang i sang a lot of jingles as a child i sang a, I, i did a lot of dubbing voiceovers as a child so those things also kept happening and it was really fun so uh, what what were the learnings as an actor being on set i mean how were people behaving with you today that you come behind the camera so but before we toss out you know, what behind the camera scene let's understand what were your learnings as an actor being on different set working with different filmmakers as a child what learning i was just having a really really good time to be very honest uh but uh, as i started uh, growing i did more mature roles as i said in parzenia and sikandar i really understood what acting really was about uh my parents had told me you know it's not about this whole uh being very proud about what you do show off this that it's not really about that it's about being nice to everyone so it was a very very grounded approach they always kept me like that and uh, that's what i try to keep uh, taking forward as well so uh, uh I didn't know at the time that I was learning how uh, filmmaking as a craft really is what it really entails. Uh I knew what a clap does but now I really understand the value of what a clap used to do back then. We don't really use a clap anymore. But uh these kind of small small learnings really helped me later. Um I think there were a lot of smart things people used to do on film sets yesterday uh, I mean in those days which uh people have forgotten now but if if I try to remember a few of those I think they helped me even today So did you ever know as a child that you'd want to probably later on once you grow up you'll want to be behind the camera I didn't know that at all actually even while I was in college I thought I'll always be an actor uh I did not know that that jump would happen to such a degree where i would start my own company i never even dreamed of that uh it still seems a little surreal sometimes <laughs> at how it's uh, how it has happened i still get that tug of going in front of the camera i love it. i really enjoy being in front of the camera it takes me back to a time where things were really amazing and uh, we didn't know such things as fears and we didn't know such things as anxiety so it really takes me to back to a lovely time and i i really enjoy being in front of the camera so this switch while it uh, clearly was uh, all my doing only because i only had the kida of working as an assistant director and learning the craft uh, i thought it'll help me uh, work as an actor but today it is helping me work behind the camera so behind the camera the switch happened uh, uh, right after college actually i knew that uh, i need to learn the craft a little better and what better way than to work behind the camera understand how big actors do it how good actors really perform understand what a director's vision is so that you can bring it to life in front of the camera that was the thought behind it i'll get to learn i'll get to network a little bit that was the thought behind it so uh karan sir was very very uh, graceful and he and he took me on board as an assistant director on student of the year i joined in the middle of the film they had already shot a lot of it but i got to learn so much in just a matter of a few months that i was on the film uh then i got a chance to work under puneet malhotra in gori tere pyar mein worked on the entire film from start to finish uh my real learning was post production 
so as a child i had been on set a lot so i still understood how a set was run roughly but uh, what happens in post production how does that uh, footage that we shoot become the movie eventually that was a real learning for me so i really enjoyed my post production stints in in all these movies i did uh, i then went on to work under abhishek kapoor in fitur learned a very very different style of filmmaking over there and uh, that's just what helps me today as well even today i can be i can uh, help out on a set i can manage a set because of all the learnings that i had on these movies i worked as an assistant director on ads as well so understood how things work differently in the ad world things work differently in the film world all of that has helped me today amazing so with these uh, movies which one was your favorite I think they each have such amazing uh, parts. I think cohesively, I bonded the best with my uh, group on Gori Tere Pyar Me because uh, today I still am in touch with all of them, and one of them eventually turned out to become my business partner, and together we started what today is Ten Color Productions. So that's I, I would say probably a little closer to my heart than the others. Okay, uh, but tell me the most challenging of being an AD. Let's talk about your AD journey. Yeah, the most challenging. Uh, Position you were in, or like one incident you want to share from? Oh, I think God, all of them are so iconic. <laughs> no, exactly, all of them are iconic movies. But when were you put your director put you on a spot and you were like, "Yeah, how do I do this?" <laughs> there were so many such incidents. Actually, uh, there was a time on uh, on uh, Fitur where I was in charge. My uh, as a third AD, I was in charge of art. I was in charge of animals and I was in charge of vehicles. So art, if there was in, and vehicles. Yeah. Okay. So that was the bifurcation. If there was any of these art, so there's always there on set. There's always a production designer and their team. But if there are any vehicles or animals on set, there were a lot of animals in the film. There was a dog. There were horses. This that. So if uh, if that's happening, I'm in charge of managing that along with, of course, the production team and all of that. Now we're shooting in Nishad Bagh. It is this huge garden. uh there are two horses one is a main horse one is a backup horse as anyone who's been in a film knows there are always backups to everything and uh, the main horse is not performing you have to call for the backup horse and now the backup the the person who's handling the horse these are really really simple people they don't understand how quick we need to be on a set how how things have to turn around so i'm getting shouted at on the walkie where is the horse where is the backup horse and this guy is missing he's gone somewhere you know things like toilets and all were far if you wanted to have tea coffee you had to go a little far away so maybe he stepped away to do that and i am frantically searching for him it was such a pressure situation we were working in a way where um, it was a very cloudy day so again if anyone has worked uh, you know outdoors for a shoot understands that if you get one shot in the sun you need to shoot the entire scene in the sun otherwise the lighting keeps jumping throughout the scene so we had to keep waiting every time there was a cloud and every time the sun would come out depending on how we were shooting that scene so in the middle of all those pressures <laughs> in the middle of all that this horse guy has vanished and i'm supposed to get this horse it was just it was just crazy it was absolutely unbelievable sometimes there is nothing you can do except just take the shouting and just deal with it because there really really isn't anything everyone is under pressure everyone is trying to remove that pressure somewhere and there's really not much you can do as a junior ad beyond avoid so 
what happened when did you finally find him after how no so i found him after some time tried to pull that horse somewhere you know it's so funny we actually had fake snow on the ground because it was supposed to be that kind of a scene and the material they had got was extremely slippery so you had to be so careful you were around a horse you had to make sure the horse doesn't slip you had to make sure the people handling the horse doesn't slip it was just a traumatic you can you can probably see the angst coming out right now it was just such a traumatic time i am smiling right now but i was <laughs> not smiling on that day that's for sure <laughs> okay so okay this was a challenging question let's talk yeah. about uh, your favorite moment in which of the film was which was your favorite moment you know actually surprisingly there were a lot of there were a lot of amazing moments some stars have been super super sweet and kind to me they've recognized my work but one moment that stands out again was on fitur only if you remember rekha ji was supposed to be part of the film unfortunately she couldn't be a part of it but she came to our office and uh, had a small meeting with all of us talking about her role about her costumes this that and uh, she was supposed to uh, be using a hookah and as i said i was part of props and art so i had a small interaction with her where i explained to her how the hookah works this that if she had any feedback if she wanted to change anything and she looked at me and she said aap wahi ladke ho and you know when when you know when someone recognizes you it's lovely but when rekha ji says it like that you're just like for, for one moment i was just stunned saying how did she recognize me like that and then she looks at me and says aapki aankhe aur aapki muskan waisi hi hai and i'm like oh my god matlab i couldn't get a bigger compliment on that day so that was really really sweet and gracious of her to do that and the best part is i was not even dressed in my best clothes so it was so embarrassing i said what is this i should have really worn better clothes i didn't know she was coming that day <laughs> so i would have worn something better to meet her oh lovely so i think that's when work gets recognized even decades yeah, down the line yeah yeah decades down the line by someone who's such a legend who says it so sweetly in her own such a gracious way to say it i just felt really really flattered that day So let's get into your uh, production house and from being an AD what was next and how did you progress so from there So actually the first step was uh, uh, getting into acting and and that's a really important phase for me because I understood what uh, how to how to deal with expectations and then reality so my expectation was that I, my acting career will pick up again uh, because so many people were saying that casting directors were saying that are tu tujhe to koi bhi role mil jayega this kind of that so that puts a certain thought in your head saying okay you know this should be easy for me i used to get into casting rooms very easily i used to get meetings fairly easily compared to what the others get people who come to this city uh, mumbai without with just their dreams without any kind of uh, network and they find it really hard so i have to be grateful and say that i had it a little easier i got into meetings and things like that but i still tell those people today when they meet me that didn't really help me either beyond a point if you want to be casted for something you have to fit the vision that the director has and if you don't fit that vision you will not be casted it's that simple there are so many people sometimes thousands of people vying for one role the odds of you not getting it are much much higher so it's really difficult to not be disappointed yeah, so when we say one out of thousands so yeah there are 999 who are not going to yeah, get it yeah who are not going to get it so your odds are so against you so if you get one that's amazing and i did get a few roles i did a few ads i did a few lovely digital videos at that time they were you know short stories like things uh, there were youtube channels like aib and others who were doing short things so i, I got a few opportunities there and some of those were really good but it didn't really 
pick up the way that I would have hoped. I was still sitting at home several days without much to do. So um, this kida of writing had already started. I wanted to write short scripts. I wanted to write things that could become films later. You know, I saw uh, that was a phase where we saw a lot of senior actors turning behind the camera. Maybe they wrote something, directed something. So I thought, why not, you know, just explore since I had some time. And uh, that writing kida led to me writing a short film, which, as I said, you take feedback from the people you know i handed it over to a few assistant directors that i knew from my gori tere pyar mein days and other days who i was close to and uh, one of them was nitesh who now is my business partner and he said this is great and he was exploring he was trying to be a director i wanted to be an actor i had written the short film keeping myself in mind as an actor so he said let's make this let's put in our resources put in our effort and make this on our own it was so risky it felt so uh, bold at the time saying what are we doing like i've never uh, worked behind the camera from a production standpoint it was only as an assistant director as an assistant director your responsibility is very limited there's not much that uh, is at stake for you you just have to work hard finish the shoot in a certain time and and give the product but this is very different this is this is your whole and soul your heart put into everything so we did it it was a daunting experience but it happened i must say to be very honest my acting was not the best in my own short film because i think i was so focused on other things i couldn't give my acting performance my best but it still uh, it was it was still great madhu ma'am came on board madhu from uh, famously known for roja she read the script and graciously said you know what i'll do it because it's a lovely script she played my mother it was just a lovely story about mother and son about being a single mother in such a city in such a scenario and uh, it uh, we've somehow found a release for it on youtube and people really resonated with it it's doing fairly well on youtube even today even today there are such heartwarming comments on it people who probably have seen their mother struggle as a single mother lot of lovely comments so what is this it. film called this film is called pocket mummy it's on the channel called hamara movies which is famous for its short films and uh, it's just a sweet story about uh, uh, the a son who was played by me growing up getting his first job and the mother deciding that hey since now you have a job i'm not going to give you pocket money uh, your father didn't teach me how to handle finances when when and 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 then he left unexpectedly so i i didn't know how to uh, manage things but i don't want to do the same to you that was just wow. the crux of what the story was it was just that much it came from a thought where uh, even today there are so many couples where the uh, sometimes the women does not the woman does not know how to handle things like finances it's still a lot things have changed a lot in the <laughs> last 6 years i have to admit but there are still some uh, old uh, traditional houses like that i'm wondering how those men have never thought that if something were to happen to me are you so full of yourself that you think nothing might happen to you if something were to happen to me wouldn't it be unfair to leave your your loving wife with all this money but not knowing how to deal with it so it came from that it came from that little thought and it expanded into this short film which i'm so glad still resonates with people that project uh, got us in touch with some people who helped us release this they said hey we have another client who would like to make a video will you make it so we said okay let's do this second project okay let's do this third project okay let's do this fourth project and that's really how it started so, so that led to you becoming uh, you guys becoming a producer yeah that led to us becoming producers we said this thing is really picking up so let's try when i say picking up of course it was not like this graph going up where uh, within a few uh, weeks we had lakhs and lakhs of uh, offers that's not really how it is but it, it there was just this natural ball rolling 
and uh, this kind of ball rolling when the universe gives you you can't ignore it and definitely can't deny it so there's something organic about it which made me say like nahi isko na to nahi bol sakte there were many times i thought no this is not the direction i want to go but when something pulls you there then you you can't say no to it so it was always let's explore let's see what happens let's see what happens let's see what happens wo let's see what happens karke aaj 6 saal ho gaye today we have a a good running production house uh, we have a small but reputable name and there are a lot of clients who we worked with we made some great films that i personally am very proud of i know some clients are also proud of that film so there are, there's only positivity about it so uh, looking at today a young boy like any other young guy who's on its journey of trying to become a producer what are the tips you'd like to give somebody starting off his own production house how do you go about finding like you did tell me how you first started finding the work initially but today how do you start expanding and how do you find those clients for music videos or for so something that has definitely helped us is personal networking uh my uh, personal network my business partners network because we worked in so many ads films across the years as assistant directors today those fellow assistant directors have come to a position of uh, some kind of responsibility wherever they are working and they have the power to hire us saying you know these are this is a good production now so that has definitely helped us number one we've reached out to people on social media we use traditional uh, marketing methods where we reach out to people we speak to them we give give our show reel we've done meeting with a lot of people uh to someone who's just starting out i would say don't be hopeful to get work from every person you meet it's like it's like casting it's like auditions you give a 100 you'll get shortlisted for 20 you'll probably finally get chosen in 5 it's the same way with business meetings you'll go to 100 meetings you'll probably get a call back for 20 you'll finally work with 5 it's literally like that so law, law of averages law of averages it really is and there is so much competition whether you look at actors and whether you look at production houses today as well especially in mumbai there is so much competition lot of young production houses have sprung up each one has their own strength each one has their own shortcomings so we try to build on our shortcomings of course but we are competing with a lot of people as well so it's not easy to get it because for the same job sometimes three four production houses are competing sometimes it just comes down to costs sometimes it comes down to proficiency in in what we do sometimes it comes down to real saying we have experience in this product so we know we'll give you a good film so it it every client is a different i won't even say page i'll say every client is a different book the faster you read it the better you are equipped to to deal with that client and win the job i think i think very honestly you've uh, been so candid about it Absolutely there's nothing to hide and that's how traditional I mean traditionally businesses have been running marketing tools have changed but at the end of it end of it it is a human to human connection so uh, I find challenges in that because there used to be a time where I used to think I won't make work friends because I have my personal friends but that that has worked against me because uh, sometimes I feel you really need to form a human connection with people at work as well to be able to not only get work but do good work because you connect with them much better So while we talk about people, uh, let's talk about the team. Today, for six years, you've been running a successful production house. How important is your team and your people around you? How do you choose them? I can't function without my team. My team uh, is comprised of a few people who've been with us for many, many years. The rapport with them is just unbelievable. I'm so grateful for that. And without them, without that support system, things would not run. Sometimes I know I can just blindly trust them with something when I have fires to deal with, and they always deliver. 
my the other half of my team is absolutely new i probably have just worked with them for a few months so they are still learning they are still getting into the groove of the way things are run here so there's this right there's this right balance between new ideas and old techniques that we know work for us always but we need to keep um uh, changing with the times and keep this fresh idea input co- coming in all the time uh recruitment is a big thing that is a big challenge that we face uh it is important to uh link the need of the organization so we know we need a person in this role and fit it to this person who's coming to interview us and again 99 out of 100 times that person will not fit what you what you what you want so you either take the risk of hiring them anyways saying maybe they can learn maybe they can grow maybe they can expand or then you 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 find that one right person you wait patiently till that one right person comes along and we've done a combination of both sometimes you just need someone to come fill in the role even if they're not perfect for it but at least if 50% of that role gets sorted then there's some help and uh, sometimes so what is your team wait. of i mean who are, how are these people in your so team and what are the roles a, they play we have a team of uh, from the creative side we have writers and we have editors and we have cinematographers who shoot some of our small uh, videos as well uh, we've also shot major ads and all and we've groomed them to kind of grow and shoot big films as well uh and the other side is a production side which is a more logistic side so we have two three production people accountant this that so that kind of comprises on need basis we hire things like a website developer because having a website is so important uh we hire things like someone who helps us market our our work so uh, on need ba- pr uh, lawyer stuff like that we keep hiring on a need basis when required awesome so uh, just moving on from all these things uh, where are you wanting to head what's the next 10 year vision and goal for you uh if we say 10 years then definitely we want to grow in the ad space the way we have grown so far we are finally getting um, uh such wonderful work in the advertising space so we want to keep growing in that but our heart lies in films and in web series and the long format telling beautiful stories that we hear every day on celluloid seeing the our story come to life on in a theater screen seeing our name up up on a theater screen that's the real dream so if you say 10 years then that's the plan for sure having a good a bank of films or web series that we're proud of i i want people to come to me and say hey this is this is such amazing work i've never seen something like this it's so difficult to do that because every work now seems derivative there are a lot of creative people big directors who say that you know there's nothing unique left in the media world someone or the other somewhere has thought of an idea that you've thought of but in that also to try and package it differently to try and do something different we as a society as an indian society are still still evolving so something different if we can do for indian society then then that's what the aim really is amazing so with this uh, parzan uh, how do you deal with the creative block sometimes it's just so difficult <laughs> it happens a lot actually especially in the writing process you have a few ideas you list them down and then you just can't think of one more it just doesn't happen what has helped is stepping back so take a break do something else think of something else preferably if that something else is creative so sometimes going back and just playing the piano for some time rewiring the brain rewiring the neurons in a little different way can help you come back and look at the problem in a different way if you have the time just sleep over it like a new day is a new perspective so it really helps 
and then sometimes just looking at different references of similar work can trigger a different perspective on something so that's what really helps out of a creative block amazing so what's the thing that really uh, drives you to wake up out of bed every day i think it's for me it's seeing an idea that started here came to a paper uh loved by a lot of people so it 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 kind of ended up in their heads as well and then to finally see that product on a screen which is then loved by an audience i think that that idea to to uh screen journey that's what that's what real that's what i really enjoy um when when you think of an idea sometimes it's just one moment of that idea and then we expand it to make an entire script out of it when we finally when i finally see the whole film on on the screen that idea stands out for me i said that idea was what started it that one dialogue that one expression that one reaction to think that it was just an idea today an actor is actually emoting on that one idea on that one dialogue i think that's what it that's what really excites me So Farzana uh, let's understand what are the kind of books that inspire you I used to read a lot of uh, fiction I was a big fan I am still a big fan of Stephen King lot of his uh, stories are just are just fantastic um I've lately started understanding the value of non-fiction I first thought non-fiction books were very boring but there's so much learning that others have which they have put down in a book for you I've read so many books on screenwriting filmmaking and that has really really helped me uh, I think improve my craft definitely So which are the filmmakers that really inspire you I would definitely say Karan Johar because he's always on the top I mean I I am a little biased towards him but I mean so what I don't care um apart from that uh rajkumar irani has really understood uh, the the pulse of what indian cinema can be he uses comedy so effectively and then he uses emotion so effectively um it's surprising how so many of these people actually so many film filmmakers use the same formula where uh they say disarm the audience with comedy and then hit them in the gut with emotion and so many filmmakers actually do that rajkumari hirani does that he'll make you laugh he'll make you laugh he'll make you laugh and then then one scene will come and then you will cry and then karan johar does that kuch kuch hota hai some hilarious scenes ketri ji has some hilarious scenes and then that one scene will come and it'll hit you straight here surprisingly even abroad phoebe waller bridge is known to do that comedy 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 and then one serious scene and then it just grips you so it's so amazing how different parts of the world have different styles of filmmakers but then there are these some formulas that really work for for them all over the world so that's that's really inspiring for me and then if i i feel that i i am more as i said i'm more inclined towards music so i feel that my strengths lie in audio and music so my weaknesses lie in visual so then the so then sanjali la bansali becomes a person who one can just uh, hope to even reach 10% of when it comes to visual stunningness on a film screen i'm sure there have been times when things don't work out like you said there was a time uh, in your acting career you wanted things to happen how do you deal with those low times um i think that time was particularly difficult uh when you really put expectations up there you really wanted to go a certain way you feel you have everything for it to go that way also aisa nahi hai ki you don't have those things you're working hard physically mentally there are people telling you it'll happen don't worry maybe some of them are just being nice to you and saying that out of the goodness of their heart and i appreciate that but uh, then when reality hits you it's very difficult to to handle so there have been some low times 
uh it's all about managing expectation it has made me more thick skinned where eventually i started going to auditions and then i would forget about them don't i would not call them back i would not ask if they want you you given your audition they will call you back if they don't want you what's the point of asking and calling you will anyways hear or no usse acha bhool jao so i used to forget i let my memory become weak and forget about them focus on something else uh recently i saw an interview of uh, ratna patak sha ma'am she was talking about how these times can be difficult but then use that time to improve your craft so I, then i would also like to give that advice to people rather you improve on what you know and what you can do and maybe work on your weaknesses and um, just hope for the best and keep moving forward what happened with me was i i shifted my attention i felt that i was getting uh more i i felt more valuable doing something else even though it was related to filmmaking and then that's what kind of worked for me and the ball grew uh, the the ball kept rolling for me from there so that has really helped me and if that works for others as well then great i saw in a i saw in a video recently which uh, uh really helped me sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves we feel we have to do something by a certain age we feel that abhi ye kar diya to how can i go back you feel you're taking a step back in a project not every day you get big budget projects sometimes you have to go back and do the small budget stuff as well it's all part and parcel of business at the end of the day business is business you do whatever projects come but we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves for that but there's this one video i saw about millionaires talking about how they made their millions and there that person asked what advice would you give to people he said people need to learn how to be patient things are not going to happen overnight things happen overnight for a handful of people for most people who gain success it is years of hard work and yeah and being focused at it regularly for a long period of time being versus, consistent yeah. yeah being consistent versus thinking ke ye do din mein mera ho jayega so he said something your 20s are to figure out what you want to do in your career your 30s are to become better at what you finally choose and your 40s are when you earn out of it that really that ideology really calms you down saying hair time for someone who's turned 30 recently i'm like ha time to hai mere paas main itna kyun pressure de raha hu apne aap ko and surprisingly you can do some marvelous work when you're not feeling the pressure so not not, not going with the bag of pressure yeah, is important helps you so i might as well do that rather than constantly pushing yourself and then when it is time to push yourself yes sure push yourself but make sure you're balanced amazing i think uh, how we uh, pick something from somewhere and it helps and i'm sure for our audience today even they are taking back that okay what he heard which is complete on i think i really hope so because it's so important sometimes we get so agitated by our our goals that we only set for ourselves our goals that unfortunately society has helped us uh, put for ourselves because which are not always realistic so let's calm down and let's do things right and let's take that graph longer but better but how important is it to set a goal yet i mean uh, with with this thought you know what happens many times you start thinking ki yaar हम गोल सेट करेंगे अचीव होना नहीं है आई शुड नॉट सेट आई एम नॉट सेइंग डोंट सेट गोल्स आई एम सेइंग सेट रियलिस्टिक गोल्स वी टेंड टू सेट अनरियलिस्टिक बाय दिस टाइम इन द नेक्स्ट 5 इयर्स आई हैव टू डू दिस व्हाई मे वी डू हाफ ऑफ दैट सेट अ गोल बट इट्स ओके टू सेट अ गोल दैट डजंट सीम क्रेजी देयर आर लॉट ऑफ पीपल ऑनलाइन सेइंग इफ योर इफ योर ड्रीम डजंट स्केयर यू इट्स नॉट दिस थिंग फाइन इफ दैट वर्क्स फॉर यू श्योर व्हाट इफ इट डजंट वर्क फॉर यू 
what if it's what if it's adding so much don't pressure don't beat up yourself if yeah, you yeah what if it's adding so much pressure that it doesn't work for you so take advice but finally do what you think is working for you don't take all the advice that you receive that's all i want to say amazing pradas i think this was wonderful having this candid conversation with thank you thank you so much i'm really looking forward it. to having some more conversations in your future with you absolutely and wish you all the best with the new ventures that you are starting thank you and i hope you see all the success that you have absolutely lovely thank you so much thank you see you soon see you soon सो so, दोस्तों कैसा लगा आपको आज का एपिसोड आई एंजॉय डॉक्टर परजान एंड गेरिंग स्मॉल फोन लिटिगिटीज हाउ इज बिकम सो सक्सेसफुल टूडे राइट वॉज इन इट इंस्पायरिंग फॉर यू सो बिफोर आई एंड टूडेज एपिसोड एंड टेल यू अगले हफ्ते क्या आएगा आई कैन वेरी इजिली से ओ प्लीज लाइक कॉमेंट एंड सब्सक्राइब बट नहीं वो चीज मैं नहीं बोलूंगा बट आई जेनरली फील इफ यू लाइक टूडेज एपिसोड एंड यू थिंक इट मेड सम शिफ्ट इन योर लाइफ प्लीज शेयर इट समी थिंक हू मे नीड इट सो बिफोर आई लीव आई थॉट इज द राइट मोमेंट टू मेक अ बिग अनाउंसमेंट Are you ready? I have something very very exciting to tell you all. Yes, Capturing was back again with Capturing Awards. I and my entire team have been working towards building an award for all you creative artists who really want to outshine the rest. Agar aapko lagta hai aap life mein kuch acha kar rahe ho, different kar rahe ho and you want to flaunt your work to the world, then yes, you must nominate yourself. Why don't you reach out to Capturing Awards? Yes, this trophy you see here, you could be holding it. Just like aaj ye mere haathon mein hai. कल ये आपके हाथों में हो सकती है सो दिस इज सीजन टू इट्स गोट बी लार्जर देन वॉट हैपन लास्ट ईयर यू हैव डिटेल्स इन द डिस्क्रिप्शन यू कैन लॉग ऑन टू कैप्चर वेबसाइट फाइंड आउट अबाउट ऑल द कैटेगरीज यू गो थ्रिन टू एनीस सो वेदर यूर अ वाइल्ड लाइफ फोटोग्राफर वेदर यू आर इन टू शूटिंग म्यूजिक वीडियोज टीवी कमर्शियल्स कुछ भी अगर आप करते हो देन यस कैप्चरिंग अवार्ड इज योर थिंग यू कुड बी ओनिंग दिस अवार्ड विथ योर नेम रिटर्न योर यस ये डमी ट्रॉफी है बट आप शायद असली वाली जीत सकते हो सो लुकिंग फॉरवर्ड टू सींग यू एट कैप्चरिंग अवार्ड वेरी वेरी सुन एंड गाइज अगले फ्राइडे आई एल सी विद न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ क्वेस्ट अंटिल देन सी यू एंड कीप लर्निंग एंड कीप लेवलिंग अप विद लव सी यू देन